Thank you for listening to episode 115 of Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. This was a pretty cool episode because Ricky Brayback accidentally called in and decided to stick around to talk about training for the upcoming Dakar rally. He and Jimmy also fielded some questions from the chat regarding Dakar rule changes, as well as Ricky's factory rally bike. Jimmy and Logan also answered some questions regarding Kawasaki's zero emissions pledge, as well as KTM 200s and KTM's 490 adventure bike supposedly coming out. Rooster Endo had some roosting bikes, but there was a bike that also took the Endo part a bit too seriously, and it made for some good conversation. I would also like to thank our sponsors, Yamaha, Scott Sports, Climb, DDC, Trail Tech, Takamoto, and Seat Concepts. You can support the show by shopping through these guys and tell them that Tech Talk Taco Tuesday sent you. Now, without any further ado, here's the show. We are live, like it just said. Um, I, I actually don't get to hear that intro. It just comes on. So, Logan, how you doing? Good. I'm uh, Jimmy Lewis. This is Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. This is the show where we talk about what? Dirt bikes and dirt bike related products. And what's your specialty here? Reading questions. Okay. That's good. So are we going to go straight to questions? We're not going to, we're not going to chitter chatter tonight. Well, I would argue that Logan does have another skill that he brings to the table. He has all the hair. Okay. <laughs> well, you do your hair too. Look at that. You actually uh, comb it and shit. Yeah. Only Tuesdays. Only Tuesdays. Very professional. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, it's like the only time I get a tall boys on Tuesdays. Right. I wonder where those are coming from. I saw those things dropped. Oh, in yeah. The, they, uh, these are my tall boys. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it in the in this recycle can. So, okay. <laughs> We're going to do the usual thing where we uh, motorcycle, motorcycle related products. We want to thank Yamaha, Scott Sports. Um, see the new 90s goggle, Logan? Um, I did not. You did not. Mm. Now, I'm sure they're trying to appeal to young guys like you. And so where didn't you see it? Like where where did you, where were you looking at things? So this is more of a recent thing, right? Yeah, it I been. think I've seen it. Okay, well you said you didn't see it. Well, it wasn't like yesterday. It was like a week or so ago. Yeah, but I was gone when it got released, and so I didn't talk right, about yeah, it. Yeah, I saw it. You saw it. Hmm. Where'd you see it? Instagram. Instagram. Got it. The gram. Yeah, that's where the that's where that's where, it's at these where days. the kids are at. But not really. You guys are getting off it because all the old people found out about it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yes. ask do we do we ask for questions on Instagram today? Yeah, we we had Trevor ask them. I I didn't hear back from him though. Really? So uh we probably don't have any out. Instagram questions. Uh climb. I'm actually I actually tried to get Lucas Eddy on the on the show tonight, potentially. I don't know. The the the, the offer's still out there. He uh he went to ride Sea to Sky and Climb has released a few uh videos, kind of like uh little documentaries, and usually you see the the stuff about all the top riders and stuff. And now you can see what normal guys go through when you do ski to sky. So oh, wait, where, where can you find those videos? Um, I don't, I don't know. I got an email with the links, direct links to them. So we should probably share them on our socials. Yeah. Yeah. But that, because I actually love to see that. I actually did, haven't hear, heard much about that race for a few years now. Yeah, I did, know they still do it, but did, did I forward this to you? No, no, I don't think no, you did. I didn't. I didn't do that. So I'll, uh, we'll get those rolling. Uh, put them up in the socials. Uh, DDC sprockets. I'm waiting for my KTM fifties. They're coming soon. Trail tech makers of fine moto instruments, really good kickstands and the new aluminum mount for the Voyager. Uh, so much better than the plastic mount taco moto co. This is taco Mike. He makes, uh, doesn't make a whole lot of stuff. He actually makes kind of some interesting trinkets like a fuel pressure, checker for your ktm with a with a plug that you can so you can 
activate your fuel pump without having to have your key on and all these different things. So uh, check out Taco Moto Co. That's not com. TacoMoto.co. And he will try to sell you. Um, he'll, I think if you go to Taco Moto Co., you can spend three times the, the retail price of your bike on your KTM on his website. I'm positive. That's that's if you get all the different ECUs too, because you, you know, I mean if you want to get everything you got to have you just keep plug and play ECUs, so um, some good stuff there. The tidy tail, which takes all your garbage off the back of your your dual sport bike and thins it down, makes it nice, um, cool stuff like that. And of course, seat concepts. And you know what I was doing? I was walking around with my seat today because I wanted to bring it in here, mm-hmm. and I I got distracted. I got jimmied. And I, I, I put it down and I was going to bring it in here and show some things. So maybe during the uh, commercial break, I'll run out there and grab it. And you want me to go get it? No, you'll trip over something and die, Bob. <laughs> so those are our sponsors. Logan wants to tell you about uh, Yamaha. The two strokes. Two strokes. Experience pure performance and exhilarating power with the full lineup of Yamaha YZ two-stroke bikes. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com today to explore what's new for 2022. The re-revised YZ125 makes for the perfect step I'm riding it November 17th. Sweet. So we'll hear more on it. Wait, wait. You're riding it or we're riding it? I'm riding it. There's a limited a limited intro of uh, how many people could go. Oh. So, so, But don't worry. I'm working on trying to get one. So you guys can probably ride it too. Logan's like full orange guy now, so he doesn't even count. Oh, okay. Yeah. Keep going. So you're going to tell us about the all new engine revised six speed transmission and new brakes and suspension settings, all that stuff better than anybody else with improved rider ergonomics and new aggressive styling and more though. YZ two fifty also delivers improved rider rider ergonomics, new front and rear brakes updated suspension settings and aggressive styling. Yeah. And you can read about that right now on dirt bike test. Trevor's got his videos up there. So um, that one we already told you about for a truly race inspired look, check out the YZ two fifty and YZ one twenty five monster energy Yamaha racing editions. And for the next generation of riders, the YZ sixty five, YZ eighty five, and YZ eighty five LW delivers big bike specs in a smaller package. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com. Find your Yamaha YZ and enter the victory zone today. Good. So we are rolling. We're going to go right into the questions. You ready with this? Almost. Yep. Okay. I saw him prepping for it. Like, was he practicing reading them? I think he was practicing reading them. Did you practice reading them? Yeah, I read through them all. Okay, well, that's perfect. good. There's going to be smooth then. This is going to be this. We're going to get done with this show in like 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can go right to the bar. Yeah. Okay. John Jackson asks, what do you think of Kawasaki's plan to sell only zero emission motorcycles in the U.S. by 2035 and introduce 10 zero emission models by 2025? A big part of zero emission strategy is a hydrogen fueled supercharged two strokes less electric hybrid. Nothing but H2O to water, the track coming out the pipe. Long live the two stroke. Um, what do I think? I I think what I honestly think 
is that a lot of these manufacturers are just doing a lot of lip service to this whatever regulations and things because all of a sudden you know you get like governors or politicians and stuff stand up and say we will be mandating zero emissions by blah 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 whatever day it is and then and then it makes the news and then all of a sudden these companies go well we want to be in the news and we have to fall in line not to say that they probably these companies we're just talking about kawasaki here specifically but all the companies all the different companies they've been thinking about this they they want to make money. It's really simple. They want to make money. So they're going to make the stuff to sell you to make money. And it's it's pretty pretty simple. If they get regulated and not being able to sell you something, if it becomes illegal to sell, they're not going to make money. So they have to make something else to sell you. And when California says something like this, this is all stemming from something that was said in California earlier in the year. And so, so they'll just throw these things out. These are good press releases. And, and they did it as part of a, Kawasaki did it as part of a very large reorganization. Um, they kind of, they kind of, they kind of separated out some of their groups. And I'm sure it's because, you know, they make giant shipping ships, big ships and motors inside of cargo ships. And they make attack helicopters or something like this, maybe motors, and attack helicopters. You know how Subaru sells you love? Mm-hmm. and attack helicopters yeah it's the same thing yeah so you know you know companies are there they're, they're gonna they're gonna build what the market demands and they're gonna they're gonna fit within the regulations look at the ktm dual sport bikes for instance you, you know they they figured out a way to bring a bike that everybody said was impossible it's based off their their motocross bike when you look how closely that thing resembles the exe re- re- resembles the sx and sure it doesn't make the same horsepower but for how quiet it is, for how well it performs, for the, the regulations it has to meet. And, and, you know, Honda and Yamaha and Kawasaki, and they're, they're all building really interesting stuff. And they all fit into their, same, their, their different mold. So uh, 10 zero emissions motorcycles by 2025 will be simple. There's already companies like Zero that make electric motorcycles that are technically. And I don't know, who knows what, what does zero emissions even mean? Because those batteries are not necessarily zero emissions to produce, and they have a life cycle, and then they don't exactly just vaporize when they're done. Um, and these days, it doesn't seem like that stuff is really recycled that much. So, um, I don't know. It's a it's a it's an interesting task. I think they'll be able to do it. And they did show a hydrogen powered, some sort of a hydrogen powered like hybrid that they, that they've been working on. Kawasaki has been working on. And it's funny. We were, we were talking here before the show with your dad who, who went and had a horrible experience by going to formula one. sounds like uh, he doesn't ever want to go to that again. Doesn't like Texas. Doesn't like formula one events. Uh, <laughs> uh, didn't like the food boy. Did, didn't like the rental car prices. <laughs> like supercross more and more. He should come on uh, talk about his experience. No, we can't have that many cuss words on the show. <laughs> I, I already, I, and I get it. Uh, so anyways, but, but so like, even they talk about the, what, where formula one's going because they, they, so they're, you think of the way that formula one works is like, they're at the cutting edge of, of, uh, you know, automotive technology. They're, they're like airplanes that are driving on the ground with super power dense, pretty damn efficient engines. And now the engine's, include you know their hybrids 
but they're crazy hybrids because they're 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 harvesting energy. They're allowed to harvest energy from so many different things, but only the the easy energy to get. They're not really allowed to harvest that much, but the hard energy to get, they can they're unlimited in. So the way that they spin turbos and generate the energy from turbos and stuff, it's crazy. And when you when you you know either you need a government to subsidize this kind of uh, breakthroughs in technology, or you have to put it in some sort of unlimited funds racing. Look at all wheel drive trophy trucks for a matter. Like that is crazy. Look at the suspension of those things. And now all of a sudden Ford Raptors and Dodge TRXs and all these, these trucks that are kind of mimicking, they're, they're learning a little bit from this stuff and it starts trickling down. And this is what will happen uh, with, with this, but from formula one actually is looking at a two stroke engine because they're, they're able to run them, and with the, the the valve technology that they have, they're able to literally run them like diesels. They don't really need the spark plug because they can run such high compression, all this crazy stuff. So there's there's evolution in internal combustion engines still, and then there's alternate fuels, and that's one of the things that they're going to go to soon. Is they're going to go to, I think right now they're running pretty much alternate fuels. Uh, you know, there's gasoline, but it's probably pretty special. So, yeah, Bob is raising his hand like he does the whole show. He's going to get his own camera next week. Well, uh, no. And Mike. And Mike, yeah. Bike and camera. Okay, got it. Yeah. So, go ahead. It takes a lot of energy to make purified water, which is what you have to have for hydrogen, and a lot of energy right. to make the hydrogen itself. And so, the problem is, where does it come from? Um. Where does the energy to, to, to get the water for all this stuff? Oh, the energy to purify purified water. Right. And Deionized water, essentially. And, and, the, uh, and, and to generate the hydrogen. Yeah. Right now, hydrogen is, it's, it's, it's an energy rich, but it's energy, it, it's, it's very plentiful. But to, to collect it and get it pure is, is, is difficult. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's not, you know, it's. I've I've been researching a lot of this stuff lately just to pay attention to it. And and right now everybody's on this big solar bandwagon and they're on this wind bandwagon and and those are they're costly. <laughs> so um you know and you, it, it I mean I'd love to see that stuff work. And I I it would it would be nice if somebody was able to find this magic this magic pill or whatever that's going to fix all these things. But um I think some of it's going to have to be regulated in. There's going to be, have to be some regulation to make this stuff happen, but uh, because otherwise we wouldn't change. But then at the same times, it's like, you know, they're, they're trying to just stay ahead of it. So it doesn't look like they got regulated in it. They want to look progressive and they want to make everybody feel good. And, and I, I, I don't know. I mean, they, they're still selling KLR six fifties, right? <laughs> they just, they just made them fuel injected, which probably makes them more, Emissions friendly, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, somehow or another. I mean, they're probably the least, the worst thing that could happen is you could tip the bike over, you know, that, that in the old, in the old days, now that with the, with the fuel injection, you know, the gas doesn't spill out the overflows and, you know, wherever it vents out of. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what comes. So a zero emissions vehicle is anything that doesn't emit exhaust gas or other pollutions from an onboard source of power. So, you can, so make can make as much. Yeah, yes. yeah. You can make all the pollution you want producing it, but it doesn't. Basically, a generator. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's right. And uh, I'm a feminist too, by the way. 
but you wouldn't know it by the <laughs> way I talk sometimes, right? Look oh. up definition of a feminist, by the way. Okay, next question. After after you read the next question, Chris. So, so yeah, John, thanks for the question. Um, hopefully, we we answer. If if did the chat room get involved in that? Uh, yeah, Chris mm-hmm. Real actually said with new technology, never say never. Yeah, and he sees this stuff early. Yeah, so he's he's familiar with it, and and some of it starts out. Some of it's by mistake. Mm-hmm. That we get. Well, so. a lot of the great scientific achievements Viagra. were mistakes. Right. Viagra. Viagra? I Viagra's thought, up there, yeah. I thought I thought it was um penicillin. Viagra. Well, I mean how we understand how light moves is is also a mistake. Oh. Young's double slit experiment was a mistake. Um can we just talk about like motorcycles now? So a feminist is a person who supports feminism. That's me. Yeah. Yep. Easy. <laughs> okay, what is Chris? Per pure vich. For someone who doesn't get to ride weekly, is there a way to enhance skill, practice balance in the yard? Fitness def- definitely 205 pounds, pushing my limits every time I'm out at least. Um, enhance your skill without riding. Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, anytime you can, you know, work a little bit on balance, but you've got to take that and then go actually go out and apply it. Because anytime, I know anytime that I'm riding, uh, I don't think about what I'm doing. I mean, I don't, unless I'm specifically practicing a technique or working on a skill, I don't think about it. I just do. It's kind of like the way I talk. I just like, just, I don't think about it. It just comes out my mouth, right? Yeah. So it's the same, but I should practice like, not saying um a lot, which I you have so many need, pull-ups you don't want to know. Need to need to practice. I can tell I'm doing it. I caught myself earlier, just like you know, three minutes ago. When I think it, it buys me time. But I don't think you just got to set aside time to to go ride. Uh, it's that's it's as simple as that. I think. I'm trying to think of like how you would practice something that you're. No, to get good at something, you've got to do that. I mean, back to Formula One. I mean, those guys don't get to drive those cars very often, but they have they they build these crazy simulators and um, lots of things like that. Oh, thanks, Bob. Yeah, that's the first thing we're doing here is you turn off the cell there's phones, a very, right? There's a very strict no yeah. ringer. Yeah, uh, no ringer rule. policy in here. Yeah. And yeah, I've never seen him move that fast. I, I haven't either, actually. Okay. So, uh, what else? What else do we have there, Logan? Uh, Michael Pound. Hey, Jimmy, I got a 2015 500 EXE with 500 plus hours on her. That guy rides. Did the top end last year sometime. The bike is going and runs strong. My problem is after six years of ownership, I am starting to have flame out issues what gives <laughs> the ecu was reflashed back when it was the hot setup has original exhaust with the cheese grater screen removed i don't mess with the tps check the valves today and they haven't moved either to combat the flame out issue i rise the idle r- Rose the idle a little bit. I do have a GT throttle tamer installed, but that has never changed an issue. Hoping you have an insight. By the way, 
I was serious when asking about the part of the studio audience. And my bike's my bike does have a seat concept seat. Well, that's the only reason we're answering the question. Seat concept seat. Thanks to Seat Concepts for uh, helping us out here at the show, by the way. Um, if you want to get your uh, bike on Roosterando and, you know, give it a 75% chance of roosting, you should have a Seat Concept seat on it. You know this. But back to the question. Um, <coughs> ah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that it is your TPS. I know you didn't mess with it, but over time they tend to lose their um, they lose their setting. They come they come a little bit. They need they they are adjustable for the reason that I mean it can probably go forever without having to be adjusted. But you should check the reading that you get from the TPS, and your dealer can do this and set it. That's probably pretty expensive. You can, there are some tools, some very inexpensive tools that you can get on the internet that allow you to plug in and see where it's at. But often if you can, that, that like the quote flame out, um, and it could, it could be, I'm just going to, I would 90% that it's the, it's the TPS because over time mine have uh, moved and I've had to adjust them. I have a couple of them with 500 hours on them. In fact, I have, I have some questions for somebody that can possibly answer. I have two 500s that are 12 and a 13 i think they are that are that are ticky ticky they've got a new ticky ticky noise to them and i have uh rebuilt them and replaced them all the all the stuff um different things on each of them uh the first time i've ever had to adjust valves was on one of them they were just a tad loose the exhausts were just a tad loose but it, it has this 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 tick noise. And so I'm kind of curious if anybody else has spent a lot of time with those. Like it's not, it's not the, the, so one of the ticking noises is the, the piston rocking in the cylinder. And even if you put a new piston in it, I'm starting to learn that at about 500 hours, the cylinder is worn out. So, so there's the noise that it makes when the piston rocks and it's not that, and it's not, it's definitely not the clutch, the clutch basket. Uh, on the dampers because I know what that sound is. I'm thinking it's something up in the cam, and and the cam chain's good because I've replaced a cam channel one. I this the sound didn't change. It's not that sound, and I think it's I think it might be the cam bearing, the big bearing on the cam that might be going a little bit. Just a li- it might just be getting a little bit loose, and it's allowing it to. It's something that you can't probably can't feel, but that's my next check on those. So. But uh, if it's not, if it's not the TPS and you're not getting a, a fault code from something, uh, sometimes some of the other sensors tend to, you know, just over time could possibly be going bad. And I'm thinking what, el- what else could cause um, the fuel pump uh, becoming worn and maybe not pro- producing, but usually it doesn't happen at idle. You know, fuel filters getting a little bit plugged, that would cause it to be a little bit lean. Um, that could be a little bit of an issue. Uh, but I'm going to go with check your, check your TPS, check the adjustment on the TPS. Um, the readings in the manual, the, 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 the voltage you're supposed to be getting out of it. And let me know how, let me know what it is. Cause I'm going to guess that's, uh, what it is. And none of the other stuff that you have done should have any effect on the stalling. And it definitely, if it's getting worse, something is changing it's that it's that simple and 
could be the bike just getting a little bit old, but that's what happens. Kevin Harris, I have a leaky fork seal. I've changed this fork seal a few times. When I change it, I go about four or five rides before it starts to leak again. This time I'm going to change the bushing and seals. I heard I need to clean the tube with cheesecloth to make sure there isn't any dings slash marks. Anything else I need to do? I mean, it ju did take off some pretty sweet jumps. <laughs> hey, uh, Ricky Brabeck. You're on Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Oh. You, uh, you've... <laughs> You want to put that a lot closer to the. I'm I'm trying to get you on the speaker there. There we go. You're you're trying to watch Logan. Logan's doing better at reading tonight. I know you got to put me in in, in his spot. Well, you got to you got to. Oh, he's trying <laughs> oh. to get you canned. <laughs> uh, see, see, Ricky really wants to do some rally training, and now he's 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 like he, now he's baiting the hook. He's like, I'll come in and do tech talk if we can go <laughs> do some more road books. Uh, so we're answering Kevin Harris's question and I'll get to you. I saw, I saw you called there and then I saw George mention you or something like that. So, um, leaky, I, I, well, I don't know that you're going to need to, for the fork seal, the cheesecloth, um, what, it, so cheesecloth is like a, is like a, is like a lint paper or something like that. Uh, I'm not hundred percent sure. Actually, we, it's, 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 it's almost like a very, it's picture burlap, but made out of like silk. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he's trying to find the nick. There's if if your fork seals are going bad after that much time, he's probably got a little bit of a nick or something in it. That uh, do I want to try to plug that in and see if it works? Yeah, I think so. We might have to do a live audio check, but I think okay. it'll work. Hey, Ricky, we're gonna put you. We're gonna plug you into the phone. See, he gets to hear the show if I do this. Yes, Let's he see. should be able to hear all of us. Okay. Dude, it's like I'm there. Oh, you know now it's now it's like you're here too. We got to change the volume on this one. Yeah. There we go. So, um, you guys can hear him? Yeah, I can hear him. Mm -hmm. He's in one ear. Yeah, he's on the left. He's on yeah, my yeah, right. Yeah, that, that, oh. that, that, Sounds like that's you're eating right. dinner, Ricky. You got to stop eating dinner. You're on a, you're on a, a I just finished. professional podcast here. So, I would say if it's four to five rides, it's probably a, a just a little tiny scratch. It's probably not much. And they do these kind of like micro polishes if you send your forks in. Basically, they spin them in a lathe and then run a really light grade, almost like an emery cloth on the on the fork tube to kind of. But how many hours does he have on that bike? Do you know, Matt? What's that? How many hours do you think he has on that bike? Ooh, um, a lot. I need a bit more. Uh, I think I would put around 50, maybe more. If he's in the chat, I uh, hope he puts yeah, that's, it in. Yeah, that's not, that's not enough. That's not enough hours to like wear the bushings out, but it wouldn't hurt to do bushings because sometimes when those things start going, but I'll bet she's going to find out that it's just, it's just, there's, a, there's some sort of, and if it's the same side or they're both starting a leak. So who knows? Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, all I know is that I keep forgetting to give you his email for the map. Ask him if he's ever done the worm on the price is right. The worm on the price is right. What's that? Oh, he was on the Price is Right. Oh, he was on the Price is Right. Oh, that's he right. He was. So Kevin is a Kevin is a local guy. Yeah, he's more famous that, than any of us here, actually. That we know for doing the worm on the prices. That's how he got yeah. up on the stage. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like twelve. Or Logan, you're gonna have to do the worm in the next show. On the uh, up on the table, I think it'll handle it. That's how we get views. Yeah, it sounds like Ricky's still doing his dishes. 
No, I'm putting my salmon away. <laughs> salmon away. Hey, I'll bet you everybody wants to know what what is the diet of what crazy ass diet is a is a top flight Dakar racer on? Protein and veggies. Protein and veggies, no carbs. Uh, only when you're filling up for a, a really tough day the next day to work it off. Okay, you got You got to burn the carbs off. That's the whole. You're pushing the wrong button, Matt. It's this one here. There. That's going to make it yeah. really loud. Does that help? You there, Ricky? Hello. Yeah. Did you fall fall off the fall there? That's better, right? Who knows? Uh, I We're, mean, I hear myself like talking the second second go around. I hear him now on the show. You hear him? He's in yeah. both ears now. Yeah. Yeah, that's better. So. We're still working things out here. <laughs> I wasn't you, expect, I haven't touched great. the phone stuff in so long, so it's all been Zoom. So right. Well, he called on the phone. He didn't set up a Zoom meeting with them. This well, sounds like a producer problem. It, it, it is a producer problem, but uh, we, you know what? We're we're gonna roll with it. Yeah. So uh, how was uh, how was Morocco, Ricky? Uh, Morocco was great. Um, it was the fastest rally I have ever done in my entire life. And, um, you know, the, the area we used wasn't very big. So we had to keep going over the same tracks and crossing them, you know, every day. And, uh, the longest day kind of got me twisted all around and made a couple mistakes, which threw me off of the podium, but no stress. That was only a shakedown for Dakar. And now we have to focus on training and looking forward to that and looking forward to going to Dakar again. Awesome. So the, you said you said it was in what area was it in? Was it near that was it Quaza? What do they call that place? Quaza's art. Quaza's art is that how they say it? Sort of like a really long word. <laughs> it's come really good. No, names. it was in Zagora. Okay. So so yeah. kind of other more more north and more east, more near Algeria. Yeah. Yes, we are right next to Algeria. Yeah. Did they did they did they wave at you with their aircraft guns or anything like that? <laughs> no, we had a we 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 were sure to stay clear of that. <laughs> do do they have do they do they have the big piles of rocks the Karins? Um, we didn't really go that close. I think we stayed within like thirty kilometers of it. But yeah. I heard that they do have the Karens out there. Yeah, it's in in on my first Dakar they they uh they they said stay between the Karens because it's if you go outside of them there's dangers. You know what dangers are? Um, grenades. Yeah, landmines. Bomb. <laughs> yeah, that's what I learned in my first day in Dakar in Africa. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, well, good time. You gonna stick around and answer some questions? Is it if I, we got we got a we got any questions for him there on the chat? Well, we don't have any you questions, but we could get some questions if anyone in the chat wants to ask Ricky something about we have him on. Yeah, you're trying you're trying to you're trying to get in on the training and so, and get the answer to the question. Pablo's coming. <laughs> yeah. Pablo's coming not this week, but next week. So that's that's when we but but you're going down to Glamis. No, my parents are going to Glamis, but I can go to Glamis. Right. If so, you can go. You can go huck that big step up at the at the swing set on the rally bike. Yeah, we've already done that though. We got to do something else, cooler, <laughs> something cooler. That <laughs> was big enough. I didn't do it. I did. I did some goon ones off of it. I stuck my uh, I stuck my butt off to the side like a cross up. 
Logan wants to do it. Logan wants to do it double up with his girlfriend facing him. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah, yeah. That'll be good for media. <laughs> yeah, you get a lot of. I'll bet you if you did that, Logan, you'd get more views than Ricky. Probably. Yeah. For she, sure. Is she into it? I don't know how you'd see over. She's like six foot tall. <laughs> she makes you look like a shrimp. I've seen pictures. <laughs> so, um, okay, here we go. Uh, Chasing Waypoints has a question for you. Ricky, was that the 2022 Tech Car Bike, and is she ready? The bike that we raced at Morocco? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean... The bike hasn't really changed in the last three years. We kind of got it figured out, so we're not changing much to it. And so she's ready. She is ready. Just a couple uh, days of suspension testing, and then we're we're going to Dakar. So, when you guys go suspension testing, what what do you do? You like have some stuff in your head that you kind of want to see if you can improve? Yeah, I. I've been kind of battling the new spec and uh, new pieces of parts that we're testing. And I'm thinking about um, a couple different things I want to try. I'd like to try. And uh, we had to get in touch with Showa to make sure it was okay and talk to HRC and make sure it was okay and uh, kind of do our own thing. And now it's a, it's a go and we're going to do that on, I think the 18th. Yeah. So, so this is like people always wonder like how, how, I mean, how many days have you spent like this year already suspension testing? Um, I'd say probably just this year, two weeks total. And I've only raced one time. <laughs> so two weeks of suspension testing for, and in this, and then, and you think about it, your bike was good before, right? Yeah. But yeah. And this is the problem. Like, yeah, your bike's good before, but then you want to go faster. So then you try to set it up to go faster or to hit things differently or hit things harder. And then you you make an adjustment and then you realize after doing 25 road books that it's not the greatest thing that you've raced or ridden. So then you want to make a, another adjustment and then you make another adjustment and then it's better here and not better there. So then you have to make another adjustment. And yeah. now the next suspension test is basically that same issue because I, I went one direction and I thought that it was the good direction, but I'm kind of having second thoughts about it. So I want to try something else. Yeah. That's then that's, that's high, high level stuff. I mean, it's when, when you have a whole, you know, you have a whole factory team behind you and you have show behind you and they're willing to go out there and do, you know, make these tests and do these things. Is a lot of guys just send their suspension off and it gets, it gets magically gets better. So it would be nice if that you could, you, yeah, should, you should just, you should just send your suspension in. And the problem is like, uh, oh, with, with maybe I can't hear the, me. The, Did you just touch something? I think we touched something. Well, that that's why it's broke then. <laughs> I don't know what I touched. The, the problem hold is on, like, what, hold on. Give I me a second. I'll, I'll investigate. Can can you hear me? Oh wait, oh, it's back. It's back. It's this this thing under here. We got to build a little shelf for this thing. I just blew up the studio, Ricky. We need an anti Jimmy device. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like I used to have to do well, all this hey, stuff they, myself, and I, now I can't even turn. If I came in here, I couldn't even turn the show on. I think Logan can now. Hey. Okay. That's I know where the record button is. Like you just touched something. Uh huh. Well, we need training. It's just like the rally bike. You touch something with the 
with the subframe or the foot pegs or something like this, it changes your whole perspective on the suspension. Right. Yeah. So this is, this is why we keep testing our stuff because we, we change one thing and it gives it a different feeling. And then we go back and then now our suspension is completely off. So it's, it's a lot of work (laughs) and it's really, it's really tough to test suspension when it's 120 degrees outside. So this is another reason why we're going back in two weeks. Oh, so your head wasn't working properly last time you were testing suspension. Um, I, I was just kind of getting irritated <laughs> because we weren't making any big adjustments. It was like clickers here and there. And I was trying, I wanted to go inside Yep. the suspension and, and adjust it that way. But yeah, for sure. We we're getting cooked out there and, our brains were getting pretty fried. I think you just need to send it to a guy. That's what, that's what all the guys do. You just send it to a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, hey, th- we have to ask this question. Victor wants to know what is the top speed on the Dakar bike? Um, you must, have, you really must have been know. sitting on I'll it. Just, what, what, you just said you just did the fastest rally you've ever done. And so how fast do you girls get to go on, on four fifties? Yeah, but it's hard because like at Vegas Torino, it's also a fast course, but I was getting smoked by 450 or 500 Husqvarna. And I mean, yeah, granted we were holding nine gallons of fuel and they were holding three. Then you have a, you have Uh, a windscreen. Yeah. And, and the bike is definitely slower when it's loaded down with fuel. And, um, I think when it's loaded down with fuel, I think probably barely does. 101 miles an hour and then um i'd say when it's when it's empty or going towards empty it's probably 110 yeah i was gonna say i've 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 clocked at 106 because because my ktm was going 104 and it went by me at 106 (laughs) oh Oh, and i and and the bike still didn't make it on the roost the roost far into the stick board huh uh no, it's kind of it's it's at the high end. Well, its, it's pin is the farthest sh- over. Its pin is the farthest over, as far as where the pi- no. There's there's that other thing that's there's a there's another one. Yeah, it's it's close. Maybe you just you might have to resubmit it. Uh, a seat concept seat might help. <laughs> seat concept <laughs> seat as well. Hey, his seat guy is really good. Yeah, He's, but does his seat guy should sponsor the show? His seat guy's in Japan. <laughs> Custom, oh. custom made, okay, custom made never seats. Mind. Okay, never mind. See, never mind. I, like I'm out. I'm out on whatever I just said. I'm out on. Yeah, it. he's 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 well, one day ahead, but two days yeah. ahead. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, okay, Ricky Brabeck, where can you rent a good adventure van? Uh, vacation rentals, baby. Vacation rentals. This is what this is what you do in your spare time. Yeah, but it's really hard because I just realized that it doesn't work unless I work. And um, <laughs> you're focused on something it's else. It's really hard. Yeah, I'm focused on something else, and it's really tough. Uh, Dave Black wants to know: Is the new KTM Factory Rally a response to getting beat by a Honda the past couple of years? Uh, I heard nothing good from any KTM guy at the last rally about their bikes. Oh, well, that uh, they're still testing it. I I almost ran into Quinn out at out at uh out at Glamis when I was down there. They were still yeah, still I mean, work, was, working. Yeah, no, they have a lot of work to do. Well, you know this. <laughs> You've yeah, been riding the same they, bike for three years, and you're still not done working on it. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think they're now going backwards. So I don't. I think they have to race the new bike for Dakar, and I don't think they're even close to getting it prepared for it. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, it, it wasn't Matias on Matias was on the older bike, correct? Yeah, At and Morocco. Daniel Sanders and Daniel. Oh, the guys that did really good were on the yeah. on the new bike, or no, the old bike on the older bike. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I I wonder, especially when it, when the rallies get really fast, because their new bike is tiny. It looks it looks small. I guess it's not even good in the sandings, dude. It's I I asked Kevin if it was good, and he asked me, "Do you want the honest truth?" And I said, <laughs> I said, uh, I know the honest truth, but I think the bike is really good in the sand dunes because how small it is. And he said, Yeah, he said it's 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 not that great anywhere. So yeah. Cause those guys were definitely not where they usually were in the standings. And I yeah, didn't, I didn't horrible. realize until I heard afterwards that, that, that uh, Matias was riding the older bike. Yeah. So, I um, mean, you see the, you see the rake of the front forks of that thing. Uh huh. <laughs> Man, I would be, I'd be scared to ride that thing. I'd be, I'd be scared to jump and like the front end fall off. <laughs> break off. Uh, it's spoken like a true Honda guy. <laughs> hey, you know, we're, we're blue crew here at, 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 at uh, tech talk taco Tuesday. Logan's going to tell us about a Yamaha four stroke right now. He's not even ready. He's there. He's there looking at rooster endo pictures. Uh, I was preparing for it. Hey, are, I heard, uh, are they making two strokes anymore? Yeah. We're, I'm going to go ride a brand new YZ125 on the 17th. Yeah, but like this is the last year of them? I doubt it. There's no way it's last year if they just made kind of like all new, a lot of changes to the bikes. So, Maybe it's the last year of 125 or something. No, no way. They, the, the 125 has a, we just, it has all new transmission, new cylinder. Engine, new brakes, suspension new brakes, settings. Yeah, suspension settings. Ergonomics, ergonomics, aggressive styling. Didn't you listen to Logan's read earlier? No, I, I tuned in at 714. I was a tad <laughs> bit late. <laughs> so, okay, tell us about a four-stroke slogan. For motocross riders driven to dominate, the Yamaha YZ line of four-stroke bikes are built for victory. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com today to explore what's new and improved for 2022. The YZ450F and YZ250F bring the performance with powerful four-stroke engines, reduced unsprung weight, and new suspension settings. For the look of a full factory ride, both the YZ450 and YZ250F come in exclusive Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Editions graphic package. And you can take precision tunability to the next level with the Yamaha exclusive and industries only free power tuner app. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com today to find your Yamaha YZ and enter victories. Sounds like uh, Andrew Short. Need to get Andrew Short on the show. I agree. With oh, that. he would love it. You should call him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's in bed. That guy's he's on a program. Um, so what we have let's see. Somebody says they want you to have full active suspension, let the computer do the adjusting. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Um what was the other one? Any drastic rule changes in the Dakar that is affecting your way of riding? Uh, no, as of right now, no, but I think they're trying to put a speed limit on 
We, but, what, uh, what do we think of this? What was that? Think of what? What do we think of a speed limit? Uh, I don't think it's, I mean, I don't really know. It's hard to tell. I, they wanted to limit it to 150 um, kilometers an hour, which is, uh, I think, like 94, 95 miles an hour. Yep. I mean, that's, that's, that's plenty fast, but the problem, the problem is, is like, you have to pay attention to this now, like, or would the bike be, would the bike be electronically limited? Yeah. That's what we don't know yet. We heard that they're trying to like make the the intake smaller, which is dangerous because obviously if you need to like pop a wheelie over something, you know, or get up a sand dune and it'll kind of bog out. Yeah. But, but then again, it's like. If you're if you're gonna limit it to 150, then what's what's you know another 20 kilometers an hour? You know it's not gonna make any difference if you crash going 100 or 106. Yeah, they thought they thought that they literally thought that you know getting rid of twin cylinders was gonna all of a sudden make the race more safe, and then going down to 450s was gonna make everything more safe. And it, it doesn't doesn't matter. I mean, it, you're you're racing and so if you if you start like you said i think the the intake restrictor is even dumber than a speed limit but if you start having to pay attention to your speed limit when you're trying to go that fast that's a problem i mean it's not like you're just not going to ride fast you're going to ride it at the limit as much as you can that's what you do the whole time and then if if you do have a speed limit which might be good for some bikes that aren't as fast um yeah, you guys are going to start taking chances in slower speeds or they're going to start sending it, especially if the bike doesn't accelerate as good, then you're going to like start sending it over things that you would normally ordinarily back off on. I don't think that's going to accomplish the, yeah, what they're looking at. And now, and now they have um, your GPS beeps when you get to a double danger and obviously a triple danger. Yep. So, now, like when you see a double danger in the road book, you don't even, you don't even pay attention. You just, you see the note, you, you see wait. that it's a danger. So you just pin it and then you just wait for that thing to beep and then you slow down. <laughs> oh man, that's not, <laughs> uh, it's different. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a, for me, that's almost as bad as the, I mean, yeah, that's exactly right. You just, all of a sudden, oh, double dangers, triple dangers don't matter anymore because my thing's going to beep when I need to get on my brakes. So and it and it does it like two hundred meters before, so you have plenty of time. Oh, it beeps, and then you go one thousand one, one thousand. Okay, now I'll get on my brakes. <laughs> yeah, so so that's what I'm saying is like now you don't even really look at the dangers because that thing is going to beep every double and every triple danger. So like a single danger, I mean, honestly, sometimes a single danger we don't even lift or or blink, but sometimes you have to because it might not be marked right. Right. But like, obviously if it's a big one, yeah, you just, you look down at the road book and you say, okay, I have like two kilometers before my next corner. And then there's a double danger somewhere, but you don't, after that, you don't even look at your road book. You just go as fast as you can until you hear the beat. Well, you don't, you, you don't look down. You don't look at your road books. You just seen these guys I was training last week. <laughs> I resent that. They couldn't, they couldn't not Matt, look at Matt, the road book. Matt, yeah, Matt likes looking at the road book instead of riding. He's, his head's, he's like, he's like the, you know, the bobbly thing you put on your dashboard? It goes, it goes, <laughs> it goes back and forth between road book and, and, uh, and looking at the terrain. So, no, oh, we're not going to give well, away any secrets my, here. This is very inaccurate, by the way. Digital road books, uh, 
digital uh, to, to give warnings. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's normal. So what if it's not safe? We know the risks of getting on it. I don't understand that question. I don't either. Actually. We know how dangerous a dirt bike is. Oh, that's why like we take precautions. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's part of the, that's, that's the thrill of it. Mm-hmm. If it, if it was like, you don't get the same thrill by playing the Dakar, the video game, <laughs> you know, you, no. you, you go out, you go out and do it. Hey, do you play Dakar in the video game? Me? Yeah. No, I don't. Have, well, I did when it first came out just because they sent it to me. But after that, no. Oh, you're not, you're not. That's not how you're doing all your practice. Come on. No, unfortunately not. Come on. You should have just said that. Oh, that's totally, that's my number one training technique. Uh, If we were were in Peru, I would do it so I can (laughs) pre-run. Because the course gets released a week before (laughs) the the real event. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Um, Yes. Sam Fleet Bay Bob said he saw a bunch of guys with road books on Stefan's mine road on Saturday. Yep. They were, uh, they were doing a, um, a rally kind of, uh, 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 what do they call it? A non-event rally out in Jawbone Canyon last week. So that's where Paul was at. That's where Paul went. SoCal rally. SoCal rally. I think is what it was called. So, okay. Well, uh, yeah, Ricky, I will, uh, I'll get a hold of you tomorrow morning. We'll we'll get right, we'll, we'll get you guys have fun. Hey, thanks for calling in the show. Um, you want to give any of your sponsors a shout out? You want to thank anybody? Mm, you got to bring yeah, me, you got to you got to bring me a whole bunch of monsters since I quit drinking all that stuff. I just need a stockpile that I can give it to my friends. Like I can like get Logan to hang out here and just drink monsters all day. <laughs> well, I gotta keep. I can so we can get roadbooks going. Yeah, I, oh yeah. We'll we'll have Logan and Matt make Matt's Matt's ready to make roadbooks. Wait, am I really? Perfect. Yeah, you're ready to make roadbooks. Oh, this is news to me. And I found a whole new. I found a whole new. I went riding. That's what I did on my day off yesterday. I went riding yesterday. Like I wore Jim out, and I found a whole new whole new area with some really good stuff. So it's on. Game on. Everybody, they can come and try to copy us, but we're going to keep getting better. So, so we do <laughs> rally training and tech talk, right? Well, tech talk isn't going very well, but other than that, rally training is good. So good to talk to you, Ricky. Thanks for joining in. We will, uh, we'll see you in the near future. All right, Jim. Sounds good. Have right. fun guys. See it. That was your 2000 Dakar champion, Ricky Brabeck, who, uh, every once in a while hangs out with me. 2000 or 2019. Yeah. Two, t- uh, 20, 2020. Okay. Oh, 2020. I got it wrong too. Yeah, you got it wrong too. Oh man, man, this whole show is going to pot. <laughs> hey, That's, you know what? Hey. Everyone said the audio was actually really good when he called on. So that was surprising. Well, we get lucky every once. It's probably really good when I was holding the phone up to the, to the microphone, but I couldn't even adjust it. So, yeah. uh, thanks to actually David black, I think is in the chat, right? I believe so. He's the one that got me this, right? I believe so because I, I, I forget names all that's the time. right you're 100 right yeah his dave or david yeah david black got us this uh here nice, i have it on your cam so you can point it to to your camera there right there ford laser so i he, he's like i hope you like this one i'm like i don't know and i mean i didn't mean to sound like mean like i don't know it was just i don't i have to taste it so this is what i'm going to do right now is i'm going to tell you whether or not this is the one of the ones that i like it was his favorite which is pretty cool, but uh, he came out and rally trained too. He was doing a little bit of bobblehead. 
But this is normal. This is what this yeah. is what you do in the beginning. I didn't and try to. I see. I was trying so hard not to be bobblehead, but I guess I was still bobblehead. Yeah, I didn't see it that much, but when you were okay. when I saw you, you were doing it. But it, maybe it, I was just agreeing with uh, my inner monologue. yeah so what what were you saying to yourself while you were rally training matt i gotta check the road book (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that that could be could be a thing well i I did make one mistake it was my first ever mistake oh because it come to find out i never made a mistake before i wonder what that feels like i've been wondering what it's gonna (laughs) feel like to make a mistake in my life uh you'll find out you'll find out whenever you try to adjust the audio (laughs) (laughs) or start to show up again yeah you'll make more than one there okay logan read a question i'm not doing anything that's that important i okay ktm 390 full test ivan markovich wow what a detailed review wish i found this 10 reviews ago if you were watching this you don't need to watch any other of the rest you know everything you could without writing it maybe just watch f9 ryan agrees on the standing position being awkward nobody else mentions it i'm buying one regardless well yeah the 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 f9 guy watches my videos to get his in uh, good information i'm pretty sure no i actually know this (laughs) Cause he's called me and tried to get other stuff from me. Uh, but he wouldn't give us credit. So that's the Wait, way it works in this he, business. He's actually called you. Yeah. He wanted to get, um, he, he saw some photos that we had of the KTM TPI uh-huh. stuff. We had some early prototype photos of different things and he wanted to get those. And then he started asking me a lot of questions about the bike. And then I said, yeah, I'll give you these photos, but I want to get credit. And he goes, oh, I'll, I'll mention. It. I go, no, I want, I like want it on. If you run the photo, mm-hmm. I want photo credit and after bike tests and stuff like that. And it just was not about it at all. Oh man! So, it, hey, you know, it's 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 just the way journalism stuff is. Everybody's trying to protect their their stuff. I mean, I you, you've seen it before when I go to you know when I go to intros and stuff like, especially people that don't have as much experience, they're always like listening to well, what's you know what's what's this person going to say? What's mm-hmm. that gonna, person going to say? And um, and it was even it was even back in the days of the internet, early internet, half the time you would, you know, we had the capability to get our stories posted a lot quicker, just, you know, cause we had a few people working and there was these smaller internet guys that would basically go read our stuff and just rewrite it. Right. And it, they, they, you could tell because every once in a while I put like a loaded piece of bait mm-hmm. into, into my tests. Um, something that like was completely wrong and it was, you know, nothing serious, but like maybe saying a seat that was like ridiculously soft, I would say it was too hard. And all of a sudden it's like, you know, it's a, it's a bike's really good. Right. Mm-hmm. You got to complain about something. And I, so I would say it at the intro, I'd say, oh, you know, yeah, you know, blah, blah. And I'd, I'd say loud, you know, the seat's hard. <laughs> it really wasn't hard. It was so soft that you actually would bounce through the frame rail, you know, you bounce through the foam and you could feel hitting the frame rail. So it could per- be perceived as hard. Mm-hmm. Nobody described it that. So after I, you know, write the initial impression, the good thing about the internet is you go back and change it real easy. Because, you know, we had a whole month before we put it out in the magazine is I would say, oh, the seat is hard. And then you see everybody talk about the seat is hard. And then I explain the seat foam is so soft that you actually ride through the seat and hit the frame rails. And you, then you could, then you could tell. And, and I heard, I, you know, I, I learned this from, um, 
seeing other people in different different genres of things where they where there's a lot of plagiarism and copying and they load the they load the the deck and then you find out and now Google does it for you. You can find out if somebody's copying you. Yeah. <laughs> so oh yeah. yeah. Not not just with your school papers, but you know they they index <laughs> when things are uploaded and when it goes up there, and then the the they they can see you know all this kind of stuff. So I don't worry about it too much anymore. It's up for you you kids to take it. Nobody even cares about good information. That's hey, we're almost at fifteen thousand subscribers on YouTube. So why don't you do us a favor? And try to get us more subscribers. So tell a friend or, or hit the subscribe button if you haven't, because mm-hmm. that's what everybody does is just hit the subscribe button. And because you subscribed, I'm not going to offer to raffle off one of my own bikes because if I, if my impressions suck so much that I have to give away bikes, then, um, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. Then Jimmy's uh, coming in hot. Tonight. I haven't even had my tequila. Hey, hey Dave, I'm going to try my tequila right now. Here we go. I've had a sip. I want to compare notes with you. That's a big gulp I've seen you do. Because I wanted to get a good one. I wanted to yeah. wet, my, wet my palate. That is good. I thought it's smooth. I actually, I'm not the it's, biggest fan of the flavor, but it's really smooth. It's really smooth. It doesn't have a super, it doesn't have a ton of, it's Reposado, right? Yeah. No, it's, it's like a Reposado. It's not, it's not like an Anejo, which would be a lot heavier and it's, it's a little bit more on the silver side of Reposados, I think, but very, very smooth, really smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good smooth tequila. I, I definitely would. This is a sipping tequila. Oh, for sure. I took a big sip. <laughs> if you take a shot with this, it, that's very offensive. That, you yeah. sip like a Russian. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I sipped it around inside of my mouth. Oh. Yeah. So this is the tequila tasting segment uh, brought to you by... Who's bringing the tequila tasting segment? Um, Dave, Dave Black. There we go. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna try to attach it to a sponsor. I was trying to think which of my one of my mm-hmm. sponsors would want to be part of this. And I decided just not to do that. Well, you know, you just came. Oh, up with Jimmy, a new Lewis segment, Jimmy Lewis off road training. Jimmy Lewis off road training brought to you by. <laughs> hey, if you're looking for, if you want to become a better rider, uh, come and see us on November. I think it's sixth and seventh or seventh and eighth in about two weeks. Yes. So we have. Um, a class that weekend, and I promise you, you will go away a better rider. I know this because I watch every time we do the class, I watch people go away with lots of stuff to practice and a little bit of better rider just as they roll out the door. Well, just this last weekend, I saw we had a, a pretty uh, improved rider from when he first went out to the lake bed to when we were going back to the going back to ha- the house. Right. I thought we had a pretty improved rider. I yeah, and the one the and then the one guy that we got to stand up finally got him to oh yeah and lean yeah. For, you know lean forward not get over not over the back all the time right right so big yeah a couple couple big big improvements oh and then sure. uh, just because I wanna I wanna plug it to plug it my my beginner school oh yeah we're getting more cli- I'm getting more clients actually so if you want to come and learn how to ride a motorcycle proper properly from the get go or you have a a girlfriend or a wife or a kid that wants to, that wants to learn. Matt can, uh, Matt's a really good teacher and we have a really good program for, for doing this. And when he quits polishing guns in his spare time, yes, um, we'll have an online riding school as well. So how far is it away? The beginner school, the beginner school. It's not that far away. Not it's uh, far away. The, the editor got jury duty. So that's the biggest hold up. <laughs> 
Yeah, there's always an excuse with those video editor guys. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, next question. Who uh, says did, it? Did I even answer the last question? I don't think we did. No. We started talking about tequila. Yeah, I got stuff. Oh no, we just oh, no, yeah, no, we just did. we just talked about how good how good the uh, yeah how good my video was. No, my video bike's not bad either. But you got to step away. I got to step away for a brief moment. Okay, it's a bathroom you, break. Right. Do you want to run commercials? You know how to do this. I know how to do it. Do you, I thought we were going to run after the questions, but uh, well, no, we'll we'll run them now because we're into the YouTube questions. So we'll go okay. ahead and do those now. Oh, hold on. Yeah, we're at the hour mark anyway, so we're going to run an ad break. Yeah, exactly. And then right. and then I'm going to run and do something else too. Okay. Okay. Sweet. Run. Since 2009, Seat Concepts has been dedicated to making the best aftermarket seats. More comfort, more grip, more riding. For 10 years, we've continued to raise the bar. Innovation and American craftsmanship make Seat Concepts the world-leading manufacturer of power sports seats. Right when tequila, when the, you're taking tequila sip, we come back on. Well, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. So, um, right. yeah, I had to run out and uh, I had to get the seat concepts prop. Yeah. Is what we've got here. So we're going to do this before we go into two. I wanted to show everybody. Here, Logan, you want to you hold this up for everybody? This is a... Uh, the seat concept seat with the suede seat cover. This is what I like. You don't want to put it right up, right up next to your face. Um, like maybe just kind of like rub it a little bit. That's crush velour, baby. It's really nice. That's how you can tell how soft it is. But then I was going to tell you that my ass is on that thing all the time. So. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, uh, I was going to say, don't, don't, don't do that. Logan. Don't, don't, uh, uh, do not uh, listen to Jimmy. <laughs> so It'll get far in life. Yeah. Uh, but here's here's the other cool thing about this this seat. So this is the I think this one's normal height because sometimes I run a little bit taller. I'll run a little bit of the taller height. I know on my um on my 2020 I have the taller seat height one. So oh that's not good. Yeah, I didn't didn't install very properly. Uh, but so if you see how it's shaped here, it's narrow here where your legs go, and then it gets kind of wider if you want to you know put your ass on the seat kind of in the back. And people like this for their to put their big butt on the seat. No, big butt people. But it helps small butt people too. Is that what we're discussing over there? Yeah. But it so it has, has more cushion. But where this really works is because it has this, I call it this gull wing shape. So when I decide to squeeze the bike, you know, I don't want to get pushed back on the bike. And you actually see this on, you're starting to see these, these wings put on seats on the side now. For riders so they don't get they don't want the the gripper because the gripper especially in long distance racing it's kind of a little bit hard on your ass and that's where the suede seat cover comes in it's really nice i don't know if i'd use the suede seat cover if i was in a really wet environment because it's probably it, it it does kind of polish up over time and when it gets wet repeatedly but uh but this is a very nice seat their foam is great uh the shape is right it's all that good so if you're looking for a seat, uh, seat concepts, they do have quite a uh, wait list, though. <laughs> so if you want one for after Christmas, probably order now, I would guess, because they are busy because they're doing great. So put that there. Uh, next, top of the list. Top of the list. Yes. OK, go for it. No. Uh, what's his name? What's the name of the next question? Yeah. Top of that side. Uh. Amar Deep 
Rahal. Amar Deep Rahal. Off late, starting watching a lot of KTM Adventure 390 content because their next bike, Adventure 490, is making me curious. I see your review, very accurate and simple to understand. What to expect from the next parallel twin 490 engine? If you have sources, can you put, please put some content on Adventure 492, please. Like, what is the status? Will it be this year, end, or next year? I don't have any sources. I've not seen one. Uh, the, really, the only thing I, I, you know, I did, I did ask some people about it, and I didn't get very much info. Um, I think it's not going to be this year at all, and and probably not next year. And you're probably going to see it someplace other than here first. Like you're going to see this probably in Europe. Uh, but you know, the the president of KTM basically said this was coming. I think it's its own new, it's its own new motor. And it's not going to just be a board out um, 390. So, because some people have said that's all they're going to do, but it's going to be a parallel twin. And I would guess, I would guess 2025 would be my guess for this bike. But who knows? Um, I haven't been, I haven't been paying attention. I'll see, I'll see if I can poke around and find anything out. So, uh, why, why would you think until 2025? Is it like a supply chain issue with materials, or is it just? Uh how KTM works. I think just they position things, you know, they, 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 they need us. They need new models at certain times. You know, the, mm-hmm. the 390 is selling really well and it's doing good. And when the 390 starts tapering off, that's when they bring something else. And in reality, you think about the, the next logical bike for a 390 owner would be this, this bike, the 490. Yeah. So the people that say, Hey, I love this 390. This is the perfect bike for me. I don't need anything else. They could buy another 390, but maybe you, you bought the 390 cause you're just getting into it. Mm-hmm. And then you go look at a 790 or now an 890 and you go, Oh, uh, maybe too much. And just about that time, bam, you know, this 490 comes out Okay, and, and it's, you know, it's going to be, it'll be a multi-platform bike so it'll be, they'll have street versions and all the other stuff but who knows um yeah i haven't i haven't usually they leak stuff pretty you know pretty early to let people know but right. i haven't seen that just yet but then again i haven't been paying a whole lot of attention i know some some media outlets have kind of drummed up uh, artist renditions of this and mm-hmm. whatnot but i haven't seen anything other than ktm a few years ago announcing that this would be coming so next question um, the 2021 Tenere 700 full test shows a 83 after almost two decades of riding exclusively street street slash track. I'm looking for an adventure bike. It's either going to be this or the 890R. Great review. Man, um, they're the they're the same they're kind of the same they're in the same category mostly in uh kind of the displacement zone kind of we'll call them mid-size adventure bikes now because you have bikes like the 390 that'll be small size or more inch level and you have the bikes like you know a thousand cc's and up those are we'll call them full sizes and so these are this this middle line and i even think that the ktm 690 husky 701 and stuff all fit into this this zone i 
Let's see, there's exclusively street and track. See, when he says street and then he goes slash track, this guy, I always I always say, okay, he's he's uh more aggressive. And if you were talking about those two bikes, the, there's the one characteristic that sets the KTM apart from the Yamaha is that it is more aggressive. It's a, it's a, you know, it just has a stiff nature to the suspension and the power delivery is strung a little bit higher up. Um, so, so when, if, if you're, if you're used to that, that might, you know, swing you there, but you're not going to be disappointed with either, either bike. ADV bike. But the more you're really going to do real... Nah, they're both fine. They're both great bikes. Tenere is a lot less expensive. Plus, it's the Yamaha. They sponsor the show. So, I'm going to have to just say, just go with the Yamaha. Uh, the Yamaha actually, sponsors, but the KLR is, is also really good. <laughs> yeah, so. the, the KLR the KLR is... is. I think I talked about why the T7 is the new KLR even yeah. though there is a new KLR. Oh, you have. I, I've actually heard heard you explain why multiple times, but I don't have a T7 and I have a KLR, so. John has a T7. Hey, he's off tomorrow. Oh, Talk Talk Taco Wednesday? All right. We should get him in. He needs to do he needs to do the Better Rider podcast. He does actually. Yeah, we need we, to get him we in. We should here. book him. We we should bait him and we'll go for an adventure bike ride. Yeah. Yeah. I've got adventure bikes. You got an adventure bike. We'll go adventure bike riding. You no, know, we should do BDR actually. Since that uh, BDR event, I've actually been eyeballing the Nevada. We can, BDR. We, can, we can do BDR up to Beatty and get lunch. We go to the we'll go to the the VFW. I'll get a, a hams on tap. It'll be great. That'll be really fun. Is if John's on his you know T seven and I'm on my ten ninety and you're on your KLR. Yeah, yeah. We'll wait for you. Oh yeah, no, you'll wait for me. But you know, you know, you know, you know like a half an hour. We'll wait for that you. gives you more time for another hams. Right, you'll but, just get extra hams with me. That that's all that means. Yeah, but then I gotta then I gotta ride back, so I can't do that. So, but it's a good idea. Yeah, no, I, I really want to do it. I'm trying to get. I'm going to try and talk uh, Dennis into doing it with me. Yeah, you guys have a good time. Yeah. Next question. 2021 Beta 200. Oh, before you do this, somebody on YouTube asked me if my KTM 200 was for sale, and it is. So I have a 2014 KTM 200. It's for sale. I haven't set the price on it yet, but it's a good bike. And since it was mine, it's probably worth a little bit extra for sure. Um, so just email me and I'll sell it to you. Would you want a uh, Husaberg 300 that doesn't have an e-start? Nope. <laughs> nope. I, I'm getting a 300. That's why the 200 is going away. A TPI, right? Correct. Because I heard TPI's going away. That's what the internet's saying. Oh, yeah. I, I've heard it's utter garbage. I hear Logan <laughs> blows them up, too. Huh? Going back to carburetors or what? No, I think, I, think, I think what we're starting to see is I think they're starting to move the fuel injectors back into back someplace. Because we know this works. It was just hard to get it to work. But they probably learned so much since they've introduced TPI. Um, some of the some of the bikes uh it i think at some of the extreme enduro some of the riders bikes have had uh fuel injectors located in different places and then i know that even get offers a system that relocates the the injectors i i rode a couple of my customers bikes that had this in there and i was not impressed and so but then again it made more power but it wasn't more rideable and that's what i love about the tv bike tpi bike it is so rideable Bob, how come you don't have one? You should, you should, you should go buy. You should go put your money down on one so you can get it, and then and then just leave it to me. 
Yeah, leave it to me because I'll 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 take that. You'll lo- you'll love it. You'll love the torque of those things. You mm-hmm. should get them before they make them obsolete. Because if they go to the other kind, you know it's going to make more power, and that's not what you want. You want to put it in fourth gear and turn the throttle and go like four hundred RPM. Right. TPI bikes do this. Yeah. So actually, I have a question: Is a uh, beta going to come out with a TPI or some form of that? Because I know the oil injection, but yeah, I think the oil injection on the beta is behind. The beta, but that was one of the that was one of the things that Beta did. Well, oil injection is not new, and here's the thing about Beta: Beta is never going to be the first company to introduce some new technology. They they wait until they're they wait until it's kind of proven in the market. They don't want to upset. They don't want to get a bunch of hate because they did something revolutionary, even though it's better than the carburetor. Like all these ding dongs that are talking about how good carburetors are on on two strokes. Now, granted. They're not bad, and they've gotten a lot better than they were five and ten years ago. This is true. But that's because, especially when four-strokes started going fuel injection, like, who wants a carbureted four-stroke right now? Anybody? Anybody? Bueller? No. No. And and, and it was the same thing that happened when four-strokes went to fuel injection. Everybody's like, oh, carbs are better. Carbs, more power. Carb this, carb that, blah, blah, blah. And and it was like, it, it... it, maybe it didn't make more power right off the bat, but I guarantee you now they're making just as much power. And this is what's going on with the two-stroke. But from the very, from day one, the fuel-injected four-strokes, not the, not the, not the Cannondales and the, 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 the gas gases that were the original fuel-injected four-strokes, by the way, the, when, when the Japanese started, you know, making fuel injection, when KTM went to fuel injection, those four-strokes were way more rideable, had longer power bands, were way better than the carbureted versions because sure they didn't make the same peak horsepower, but like I always say in the show, who's using peak horsepower? If you're really using peak horsepower, then I'll I'll let you have that argument. And this is the same thing with the two strokes. I, I'm pretty sure it's not that hard to get more power with a carbureted bike. You can easily jet a carbureted bike to get more power than a TPI bike. But it's never not even close to being more rideable. So there we go. Why did I go off on that tangent? Where did where did that question come uh, from? I think I had brought up some about when beta is going to go to fuel. Oh, because uh, I'm TPI. selling my K, I'm selling my carbureted KTM 200 that yeah. is jetted perfectly, by the way, <laughs> and it's got excellent suspension settings on it. The wheels might be a little unrounded, but it's okay. What does Norbert EXC want? Hi, I would like to buy beta 200 because of my height. Now I have KTM EXC 300 2019. Will I not regret it? I will be grateful for your response. Norbert, you forgot to tell me your height. Because I'm going to guess that you're either tall or short because of your height. Because if you're normal, if you're perfect like me, you wouldn't have to ask this question. And by perfect, well, when I'm 5'10", well, 5'9 and three quarters now, um, 180-ish pounds, but I'm a little south of that right now. Um, if you're that, the, the, it doesn't matter what bike you hop on. They're all perfect for you. I'm hoping that you're tall. And the reason I'm saying this is the betas tend to fit. They're little, the rider compartment is a little more roomy, a little more stretched out. Um, and there's adjustable handlebar position and things like this that can make it even a little bit more. But 
I have found that for that the betas tend to accommodate taller riders a little bit better than the KTMs. KTMs seem like they it seems like the, for a while there they were they were the roomy bikes and they kind of shrunk and then they they seem like they're kind of opening back up again. But in order for me, in order to open up a KTM, you you sort of compromise the the ideal bar position and stuff. You have to kind of get the bars a little bit too far forward. But that's me. I'm perfect. So why would you listen to what I say? But if you're small. Here's the other thing. The beta betas advertise a lower seat height than KTMs. Like when they give their spec sheet, their their seat height is always a little bit lower. And I'm pretty sure they're 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 <laughs> dropping the sag on the bike when they take the measurement and all this. So so if you're shorter, I don't think there's any downsides to the beta. I think that it it's it's fine. They're both they're both basically about the same size. It seems like the compartment of the beta is a little bit more. It feels a little bit more narrow. And a little bit more more roomy than the than the KTM. So hopefully I got you there. But next time you tell me about your height, remember we're not buddies. I don't look at you every day and I can't guess what your height is. Next question. Um, no more questions. Oh, the Oh, we should talk about the ninth annual Kirk Silly Ride Day. Yes. Saturday, December fourth at Fox Raceway. This is a really good event that um, honors Kurt Caselli and is also their big uh, revenue generator for the foundation. Um, so I actually have their, I download their flyer. I'm just going to put it up on the, Oh, cool. On the screen. Yep. Uh, I just need to make it fit the screen really quick and then yep. I'll actually show it to everyone. Cause I believe it's uh, $25 for a ticket to it's, ride. It's the same. It's the same price as going in the regular. Actually, I think it's 30 to go in there. When I I think the last time we went in there was thirty, so it's actually a little bit cheaper. But um, you go in there, uh, support. Um, there's going to be a lot of vendors and uh, different things, a lot of stuff for the kids there. There's actually going to be a a, Porsche, uh, a part of the day where there's uh, USMCA certified coaches out there with the kids. Did you qualify for that? Um, Did you raise your hand yet? I have not raised my hand yet. Well, reply back to that email. Tell Lindsay that you're coming. Okay. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, well, say I'm not I'm not moto certified. You're moto certified. You're dealing with kids. Oh, that's true, huh? Yeah, they're they're fine. You're, you're, you you just don't give away any of our secrets. So I don't give away. But anyway, there's here's actually a little schedule on the screen right now. It says twenty five dollar entry. Uh, kids twelve and under are free. Gates open at eight. And then, like I said, the event schedule is actually right there on the screen right now. There's the vet, the tracks will all be open. Um, oh. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, industry and racer people there, which is pretty cool. Um, you can and and the cool thing about the, this crowd is it's super laid back. So if you ever wanted to go get some autographs from off road guys, um, Logan, you gonna go? I don't know when it is. It's, it's December December fourth. December fourth. Yeah, it's right here on the screen. You're not looking at the screen. No. No. Well, what if you're listening to this? It was if it was an audio thing. Like then, you listen to it on SoundCloud. That's why we're talking about what it says on the screen, which is yeah. good. Hey, Logan, while this is up, you should grab the rooster endo board. Yeah. Why don't you do so that? So that way when I bring the banner down, it's Yeah, the, it looks like, already up. yeah, where he's blocking it. So when you fumble and drop things all over the floor. Uh, oh, it is at uh, Fox Raceway, by the yeah, way. Fox, Paula Raceway. Paula, Fox, whatever you want to call it. Tomato, tomato. At least it didn't hit me in the head with that thing. Yeah. Um. So good. And uh, Matt, Jimmy, are you going Matt, to this? 
No, probably not. Okay. I think I'm, and this is like, this is deep in rally training time. Oh, okay. For me. Well, what if you need me to make a uh, road books for you? Cause um, you say I am road book ready. You're going to make a road book. I, I forgot that you were available to do this. Well, you know, no, I'm, well, it's funny you say that. And now instantly I'm like, well, I kind of want to make a road book now. Granted, well, I want to test it. I don't want to go make road books for Ricky. And, uh, <laughs> Andrew, oh, no, but. no. I, I want to, I no, I want you to just make one and then have them come back and tell you how good it is. You mean how bad it is? <laughs> no, here's the problem. You can't make that joke because you already told me what happens every uh, every first road book. Hey, I'm, I could quite possibly be the best road book <laughs> maker. Not even close. <laughs> no, I can make a great road book, but it, no matter what, it's always bad when they come back. If, if, they make, if they do it and they don't make any mistakes, then it's a good road book. But if they make mistakes, oh, which, which you always do, you know, yeah. they're, they're pushing it and they're, and they're practicing. Yeah. And then they come back and they tell you what they really think. Well, in that case, the one road book you had, the third. 30k road book he had me do last week was horrible even though even though everything in my head was saying i was making a mistake it's, it was clearly your fault that that road book is verified and accurate yeah so it was you yeah yeah but the the 50k one you did that's andrew short that that one was good actually that's a really good road no, book. The, it was the the app i was using turned out made me think i was using it wrong right but turns out turns out i was i was i was perfect Okay, what are we? We're going into our segment. This is Rooster Endo, friends of the show. This is where you send us a picture of your bike and tell us about all of the things that are done to it, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then between the collective mind of Logan, uh, Jimmy, and Matt, we uh, tell you whether your bike roosts or endos. Chris Purevich. Yeah, and this bike is upside down. Yeah, and I know why because it's next to a big water hole. And he's going to tell us about how he turned it upside down to pump the water out of it. This this actually leads us to a good good story. I'll I'll tell this, not a story, but you know what what should I do when I do this? You swamp it, I guess. Yeah, swamp it. Yeah, it's been swamped. So first of all, he should have let his buddy ride through first and found out how deep it was, and then he wouldn't it was, wouldn't be his bike. But next, okay, what what is this thing? Twenty twenty KTM three hundred EXCW. RK Tech Head. Hey, this this guy. He doesn't. Get, this is the guy that doesn't get to ride much. Yes. Right. Well, I know why. Because his bike's upside down. <laughs> yeah. And, and now it works better with the wheels on the ground. Okay. Uh, JD Six X Power Surge Tuner Resprung Suspension One Hundred One Guber Base Valve Kickstarter um, Precision Racing. Probiotic damper, parabotic, para, parabolic, parabolic, parabolic. yeah, parabolic. B D B T P D rad slash discard. Try that again. B P D. Okay, it's just three letters. You just say them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get all tongue twisted. K T M handguard slash skid plate. Polysport ignition slash clutch clutch covers. So the picture that we have of the bike, which you can see if you're watching it on the show or if you're listening, it's it's next to a swamp and it's upside down on the handlebars and the fender, which is if you flooded it, this is the right way to do. So this bike endos. He's got a picture of it endoing. Um, what is it with the, the front disc guards lately? Like I couldn't tell you. <laughs> like we're it's like did 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 front discard army. 
fully just infiltrate Tech Talk Taco Tuesday and they're going to try to convert me because I, I mean, I used to ride, I used to ride a lot of extreme Enduros and I kind of thought to myself, I said, do I need one of these? Because every once in a while you're, you're, you have to be doing something kind of stupid and your, 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 your wheel falls in between rocks in order for it to ding it. Most of my disc damage comes from me loading up my truck and then like throwing a propane bottle in the back there and having it roll between the two bikes and just smash the disc rotor on one side and then swing over and, you know, hit the frame rails on the other side. Uh, but uh, yeah, disc front disc guards. Um, Cause you know, a good rider. I'm not talking about like everybody, but most people like me, you know, we wheelie over everything. So the mm-hmm. front tire rarely hits. And if you're on a Husaberg 570, it's hard to keep the bike on the ground because yeah. it, it has so much power that, like the disc, the front disc, mm-hmm. you, you wear the disc out because when you do have to slow down, it's a, it's a, it's a feat. But, uh, well, I will say, I, I, I will say the 570 did go over the, uh, logs in your front yard pretty well mm-hmm. to, during this last weekend. Yeah. I never even turned the throttle. I just let the clutch a little bit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is, this bike's on the, on the slightly on the endo side. Um, thanks for submitting it. Uh, I, I'm actually kind of curious how all those things work. So the, the 2019 that would still be a carbureted because twenty. It's a, no, it's a twenty. So it's a TPI yeah. bike. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm looking. It's EXC because there's no linkage on it. Checking this out. EXCW. EXCW. Yeah. yeah. So when you do this to your bike, when when you make your bike go upside down in in the water, the best thing to do is to stop it immediately because. Uh, the the water and it kind of depends on the the air filter configuration. Like I know on the four strokes, the 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 bottom of the air box actually, when the water gets into the air filter, it falls down to the bottom, and it doesn't suck it right in. But in the two stroke, the water can pretty much go right in. It, there's not much of a step in the in the air boot, and it kind of goes in pretty quickly. You know this? No, there's just no not a huge step. Yeah, it can it can literally drain down and then kind of doesn't take much for it to run into the motor. So shut it off cuz water builds high compression. If you he already has a high compression head, but now he has extra high compression with that water in there. So the thing is stop the bike. Um do not try to kick start it or push or electric start it because it will bend the rod. It will build a lot of compression and it won't <laughs> more compression than it can have and then it bends the rod so don't do this and then realize that everything inside your motor is now wet (coughs) excuse me so the best thing to do if you have to ride it out is to take your first thing take your air filter out just get the get the air filter out because that's where the water came from Uh, it rarely works its way down through the pipe as you notice the pipe is a lot lower and it's not going to flow back in through the pipe that easily even even when you do if you do lay it over but anyways pull the air filter out because you don't want to keep sucking more water into the side of it ring the air filter out and then we'll do what he's done take the spark plug out and turn it upside down in fact you don't necessarily have to take the spark plug out i've been able to just put the bike in gear and then slowly turn it over and it manages to pump the water out that way without doing the spark plug but it if it's upside down for instance you're trying to get it out of the bottom end and in, and if it's upside down, it will pull up in the in 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 the uh, in the spark plug. Yeah, so so 
you know, it's easiest to take it out, but you don't necessarily have to. I've been in races before where I've just laid it over on its side and spun it and done it, done different things. Uh, don't ask me how deep the water was when I did that. It was, it was actually really deep. It was way, it was, a, the whole race was underwater. It was like a submarine race. <laughs> um, and then, and it just got to the point where we just figured out how to, how to, uh, how to get the water out quickly. And if you have a four stroke, all you do is pull the decomp. Remember when four strokes had those? Yeah, just decomp and just hit the starter and lay on it. Just clean it right out. Um, so so get get the get the most of the big pieces of the water drained out and stuff. And then remember when you usually go into the water, your transmission is hot. The oil is hot and stuff, and it goes into this water that's generally cold, and then it condenses. And there's a vacuum inside of your case. And if you have a drain, there's usually an overflow hose that will suck water into your transmission and oil as well. So be prepared when you get done. Don't worry about it right now. But when you get done riding to drain your oil and then put new oil in and then run it for a little bit and then drain it again because you don't want very much of that water, which is now condensation and stuff inside of there because it will rust bearings and things. It's hard to rust when there's good oil in there, but when there's watery oil in there, it can uh, it can do it. So, yeah, clean it, clean it out. But I see people not take the air filter out a lot of times and then they they put the spark plug in flip it back up and then it just starts up and then bends the rod or has a lot of compression for a little bit too long so you got to make sure that one stays upside down okay what's next logan uh jake Brozarth. jake Brozarth. bozarth bozarth 2016 500 exc a Cherubis 4.1 tank, seat concepts, pivot pegs. Oh. He loves them. Wolfman Legacy. He loves his pivot pegs. Yeah. Me and him would have a discussion about this, but that's okay. Wolfman Luggage, double tick mirrors, Baja Designs, LED headlight, funnel web filter. If Jimmy does give me a roost, I will question all of my life choices. Um... Oh, well, I, you know, it's, it's not that, it's not that the pivot pegs are good or bad. It's that I hate them. And that's just, that's just me. Uh, I can't, I can't ride with, uh, like I've tried, can't ride with pivot pegs. In fact, every time a client has pivot pegs on their bike and I like hop on to demonstrate something, because in my class, you know, I don't just teach the rider. I actually like to teach the bike. So, so I will hop on your bike and I will teach it how to do the drill for you because sometimes that's, you know, it's kind of like modifying your bike. It makes it better. So if I hop on and ride your bike, it'll make it better. And I hop on clients' bikes that have pivot pegs and I go to full novice. I literally, I'm going to fall off the motorcycle because I I'm feel like my ankles are on hinges, which they are. And for some people that have bad ankles, I think it could be a good thing. So he's got most of the, it, I, I look at this bike and I said, it almost looks like one of mine, except it's a little cleaner. <laughs> so if he's going to question his life choices just because of my uh, my judgment it's going to roost and plus it has a seat concept seat so we really can't do anything but give it a roost hey, it looks like he was out at Moab when he took that picture it looks like looks like some good riding that's a way heavy on the roost side Donald Donald Bowerman 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 
2019 Husky FE 501. Uh, Cyclops, Headlight, Shrilltech, Voyager Pro, Sick Ass. Wait, I don't see the Voyager Pro on the bike. I don't either. He's lying. Okay, go ahead. He sees his buttering us up. Does he have a seat concept seat? Yes, yes, he does. I see it. I see it. Okay, keep going, Logan. Sick ass switches, fender, tail, and turn signals, golden tires, a Cherubis 3.1 tank, Scott's steering stabilizer, seat concept wide, Vertex ECU, Pro Moto end cap, lots and lots of other little bits, not pictured, Supermoto setup, and timber sled one. 137 LE. What does it say in a swing arm? What's what does the swing arm say? Uh Moto Shop. Moto Shop. Okay. I can't can't see that here. He's done all the things. It it looks like he went to the Taco Mike catalog. Taco Co. Um that that if there was if there was a standard issue uh Husky 501 this would be it, except this guy rides the crap out of his bike and he puts it away dirty. I can tell by the picture, which is good. I kind of I kind of respect this. And it has a seat concept seat, so it's really you know where it's leaning, right, Logan? Towards the roost. Towards the roost. Looks like he's got some good riding there. Up in the trees, kind of nice. Yeah, kind of kind of sandy, gravelly looking stuff. Yeah. So so if. Uh, Oh, it's not Alaska. That looks way too good to be Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm going. I'm actually going. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess this is uh, Central California. It's just uh, it's on the it's on the uh, on the uh, western side of the Sierras. Just because that's what I do, I just guess this kind of stuff. Um, Jan A. Con, I think, or Jan, Jan A. Con, Logan. Remember, I gave you an assignment about like six weeks ago. Yep. A better rooster endo board. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can use my damn power tools. We need at least a stand for this thing. Yeah. If yeah. not to make it a little, if not a bigger one too. Yeah, it's a little crowded. That's okay. I don't mind the crowdedness. I just, I just, I want to stand so we don't have to put these rocks on the table, and then because it, it's gonna, it's gonna fall over. Travis is gonna crash. It's gonna be a shit show. We don't want to dislocate his shoulder again. <laughs> Twenty seventeen FE five hundred one Nomad Rally Tower IMS Rally Tank Fisher Seat uh, FMF Titanium Exhaust BRP Triple Clamps Scott Damper. That's a good Psychra thing. Handguards, Enduro Map, Tune, TCS controller. TCS controller. Mm-hmm. Let me see that. He has another uh, front uh, rotor guard too. Oh, it's just that's just a plastic one. It's not the big metal shiny thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, TCS controller, traction controller, maybe. No. Um, TC- the little buttons. Is that yeah. Brand of, uh, of uh, could be. He has a he has a Euro Map Tune. Is he in Europe? Is that why you get the Euro map tune? Because you're in Europe? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's a that's a nice little rally setup. Is he does he have instruments on it or is it just for the just for looks? No, I see uh 
I think I see, see uh, instruments holder? there. I don't see a map book holder, but I think I see like a, a like a GPS holder or a tablet holder. Right. I, I see something hanging up there. Yeah. So there, there's definitely instruments. There's some instruments there. He's got he's got a this is a this is a home built rally bike. It's doing it, it looks a lot like a like um Paul's bike that's in the garage yeah. right now. Yeah, it's just it's just it's, it's the white one. Yeah. 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 The other the other KTM. I I, I, I kind of want to make my own rally bike, you know, whenever oh. I have the money for it. <laughs> now you want to make a rally bike. Yeah. I don't want to just ride yours. I'm a bad influence around here for poor Matt. <laughs> you wants, you are, you are. He wants to have all these things that have taken me years and years to acquire. I know he's out of high, out of college, and ready to ready to go. Uh, no seat concept seat. Mm-mm. So all all it would have taken, all it would have taken, would be one seat concept seat, and it'd be so much easier to put this on the roof side. So much easier, but we don't judge here that much. But that's a that guy's pretty proud of that bike. That's pretty nice. I'd say it's at least in the middle. Well, it was. It's not down at the end. It's not like by George's three wheeler or anything. Like no, this. no, no. But I don't want anybody to just get the idea that we're totally bought off by our sponsors. That'd be completely ridiculous. It would be. Wade Force. Look at that muffler. What the heck is that? Ooh. It's uh, orange. Krakovich. Don't worry, Chad. I'm, I'm getting it uh, up. Kropovich. Yeah. Yeah. Kropovich. Good job. Akropovic. That's a hard one. No, it's a Kropovich. A Kropovich. Yeah. Yeah, I I was told I actually I met the I met the owners of the company and I mispronounced it in front of them because that's just the way I am. I, You're not a Slovenian, so no, dude. Those guys, their their factory, like I I've not been to their factory, but they they showed me like some stuff. Some of the, they're they're way on the front end of the technology with the machinery and the tubing and stuff. And those guys, they make some really neat stuff, but. Anyhow, keep going. 2021 KTM 500 EXCF. Okay, let's just cut to the chase. What kind of seat does it have on it? It looks like seat concepts. I can see it from here. Seat concepts. Yeah. Seat, oh, okay, not good. pictured. No. <laughs> and who says advertising doesn't work? Right. What a bribe. Jeez. So. It kind of does look like a seat concept seat though, because it looks like it has it has the orange stitching. In it, it has the stitching, and also I can see it has the you, shape. You, yeah, it has the shape, and you can see the patch at the back. I don't know if you can see it in there, but I can see it on my screen. Oh. Like if it, it I, does look like one. That's what. So, anyways, read the real list, Logan. Uh, KTM Power Parts Steering Stabilizer, Power Commander, the exhaust, uh, Moto Minded LED, LED turn signals, tape. Tr- Tail tidy with enduro plate holder seat concept seat. Not pictured. Yes. Although we think it's pictured. He yeah, doesn't say I anything about that muffler. Yeah. The Prokovich. Oh, a Prokovich. Oh, uh, you can kind of make out, you can make out the logo on the very tip of it. On the very tip oh, of the, the muffler of the muffler. Yeah. yeah you well, can make it out. That's like, like a heat shield thing. I don't, I don't know that that's theirs, but just the muffler has some weird, um, uh, Kind of like, kind of like, I don't know if it's a heat shield on it or if it's that the 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 it's serration or divots or something like that. It might I don't, the I don't know. Maybe make it uh, Chris Real could comment on that. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't say TM Design Works uh, engine protection. Yeah, he didn't tell us who the disc guard is made by. He's I got think a KTM power ports. Power parts, probably. Because it is orange. It's orange. Is a KTM power parts. Is it all in? I mean. 
Scott. Yeah, it's usually the, the steer, actually steering dampers are Scott's, but they they actually started they they have their own now. KTM developed their own steering damper. Yeah, they were they were on some of the rally bikes. Uh, uh, back when Andrew was riding, they they'd put a couple on the rally bikes. So I have to I have to make a judgment here. It's too clean. No, it's it's he just got done washing it. That's why it's at, taking a picture at night at the, in the in the in the uh, condominium complex. Uh, hopefully the thing's quiet because I wouldn't want some ding dong with a loud muffler riding around my neighborhood if that was it. But I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's got the he he mentioned the seat. It's going on the roost roost side of the equation right down here. I know. Is that it, Logan? Uh, Should yeah. be one more, isn't there? Not that I see. Yeah, you didn't give it to us. Unless oh, no. Yeah, Logan, no. Logan. No, you're right. I'm crazy. I I forgot how to count, guys. Logan probably had it stuck together. Something like <laughs> maybe, that. So, maybe. Okay, maybe. we're going to roll into our next segment of the show. Hey, if you're wondering how you can get your question answered, it's pretty easy. Um, we do a Facebook post every Tuesday, middle of the day or so. That's probably one of the best places to go. We answer those right at the top of the show. You can just join us on our chat. We go live at 7 p.m. on Tuesday night, most of the time, like as long as Matt's here to turn, turn on the internets. Yes. And, uh, so you can come on the show and answer question in the chat room. We will answer them, uh, usually at this point in the show. So we're toward at the end. You can comment on our YouTube videos. We answer those. And what else, how else do we answer questions? Logan, you can send a carrier pigeon to Logan's house. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then oh, on Instagram, evidently. Yes, yes. You if, can put them on Instagram if somebody remembers to post. So yes. What's the uh, what's the next question that we have? The the comments from them in the Facebook. Yeah, yeah. They're they're Did on he, the same thing. Eric you can read Garrett from. says, Jimmy, since you're selling the two hundred to get a three hundred, will you consider the EC or? EX 300 gas gas. What is your opinion on the new gas gas two strokes? I'm close to buying a 2020 EC 250. So of when I, I rode, I rode, oh, I'd have to go back and look at the test on dirt bike tests to see exactly which one I rode, but the gas gases were the best running TPI bikes that I rode. And they said they're, then they, they, they literally, one of the guys go, no, they're exactly the same as the KTMs. And I said, no, they're not. <laughs> it's not the same. And I don't know if it was a 300 or a 250 because they had a couple of them there. And then one of the guys that knew better said, yeah, there's something different in the tune of the ECU and slightly something 2021. Different. Yeah, with the, with the power valve. There was something slightly different on the gas gas that made them 250. a little bit more responsive. It was that's when I rode was the two fifty twenty twenty one two fifty two fifty okay yeah so well we I wrote I think I rode a three hundred also I, I think I rode both of them but they they were they were noticeably a, just a they were just a little bit it would it would be more the way it was exactly the way that I tuned George's bike when I raced it which was a two thousand nineteen that's the way that they had those gas gases set up and the the KTM's the twenty twenty KTM's were not like this yet so. And they're always, like I said, always doing little evolutions. So that was the four stroke. I, it was the only two stroke is the one twenty five on here. Oh, there's a three hundred there someplace, somehow. Oh, three hundred twenty twenty one. Okay, I told you so. The EC. Right. 
So that's that's what that's what I think. Um, gas. I'm I'm getting the XCW. I want PDS because I'm, I guess, an idiot. Because you have to have a linkage to make a bike work good, allegedly. Okay, what's the uh... chasing where waypoints? Twenty twenty three KTM's will introduce the new three fifty CC two stroke double tofu gas. <laughs> what? No. No, no 352 strokes. Am I supposed to mention uh, the Prump new Brally? It's happening next week. Uh, that is one of the questions that Logan's going to get to. Yeah. But well, you can mention it now. I'm mentioning it right now. So I don't know exactly what dates it are, but I think it's not. I th- is it the same weekend as our class? Uh, I have. This is my first time hearing about it. So it probably is because I don't think it's over Halloween weekend. I don't know. But you can go there and uh, George will be signing autographs. He's going to have his autograph booth set up with his stickers. Uh, he will put a sticker on your forehead and sign your boobs. Uh, only if you're a man. And uh, so you can go there and do that. Or you can come to my class and become a better rider. And then you can go the next year to the new rally and then you can show off. Is this the uh, same new Brawley from like 2016? Yeah, same thing. We go to the baseball field. We do a little couple little games. We yeah, do some motorcycle games out there. Oh wow! You're gonna do a school in the in the baseball diamond. Yeah, I'll right? do a school. I'll do a school in the ba- I'll do a school anywhere. A one hour teaser school. Yes. Before the before before they go riding, we'll call yeah. it a safety meeting. Okay, sounds good. Okay, sign me up. I'll book you. Joel, love if you're you. You're paying. I'm saying. <laughs> John Jackson, KHI will introduce two-stroke hydrogen engines for their ships by 2025. <laughs> We're not a ship show. It's a shit show. Get this straight. <laughs> Next. Kevin Harris, same side, 350 hours. Th- 34 hours. Oh, his, his suspension has 34 hours. He's got a nick in the forks. He's got a nick someplace. There's a there's a nick or a ding or something like that. That's the only reason they should go. Like I ride bikes for years and the fork seals don't leak until they get a ding in the forks. And I do got to get him on the map, but he's got to come to an OHV committee meeting first. Also, I need to give you his email in order for, for the map. Get the map. Yeah, yeah. That, would, that would make things easier too. Jordan Siegel. Baseball park, how much does it cost to enter a bike and pay for a support crew in the rally for Sonora? Baseball park? Baseball park? Baseball park? Ballpark. Oh, ballpark. Okay. Oh, I mean, World Series game one of the World Series is going on tonight, but we're up against game one of the World Series. Yeah, yeah, we're kicking their ass. So well, good. I mean, you, we you went did. up against we went up against like the Trump election, yeah, we did. or something like that. We've <laughs> gone, we've yeah. gone, we we don't back down from things that, yeah. that ordinary people care about. You, 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 you even kept me from the Knights game. <laughs> the Knights game. What's that? Golden Vegas Knights. Golden Knights. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's the hockey stuff. Yeah, I was checking the score in the show. There though. is ice up on the mountain, so yeah. maybe it's maybe they're going to have a good game. Well, they did. They actually won. Oh, okay. Yeah, three to one. Go Knights, right. go. I don't it's pay attention ass. to any of this stuff. At least they wear helmets. Be safe. Yeah, they. What was the question? Oh, though. ballpark to enter Snore Rally and have a support crew. Oh, a support crew. Yeah. I'm going to guess the entry. I don't know. I haven't looked into it that much, but I'm just going to guess. And uh, I, there's a lot of people out there that can tell me because they've done it. Uh, I'm going to guess the entry's three grand, maybe a little bit more. And if support package would probably to get somebody, and the support package you're just talking about, just like a mechanic and stuff, you're probably going to have to pay like thousand fifteen hundred. 
something like this. I would say a good budget to go do that would be you'd want to sink five grand into it. Like on an event like this, like you kind of have to budget, you know, for, for a, for a privateer effort to do it right. You should probably, but you know, on on multi-day events, you should probably budget about a thousand dollars a day. That's, that's what I would think. And that, that includes like some training going up to it and some prep, you know, some bike prep and stuff. That's just expecting that you have a bike and, you know, you have a vehicle to transport your stuff in, but I would budget like a thousand bucks a day on a, on a rally until you go to something like Dakar and then just multiply it by 10. Uh, someone in the chat did say that you can plan about 10 grand for the uh, Sonora rally. I think yeah. it was actually Dave black. Oh, okay. I, I, I think he's done it. Has he done it? Uh, he, no, he's prepping he's for prepping it. He did uh Coda. Okay. That's right. Yeah. 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 And yeah, the, the, the Coda rally was a trail. Literally we call it a trail rally. You know, it was, mm-hmm. it was an enduro rally. So smaller, things so um okay george says jimmy jimmy lewis how about a mention of jules prump jules Jules prump rally next week have you been listening to the show logan no (laughs) (laughs) clearly is your girlfriend texting you no no does she know you're here yeah yeah just checking I got to ask uh, Logan how to get a girlfriend. Like what, what do you have any tips I don't know. Jimmy tricks? thinks I have a girlfriend. Oh, it's, I've seen pictures. There's rumors. It's yeah. A small town, Logan. We figured this stuff out. <laughs> it is a small town. It's a small town. How come I didn't get invited to the party? The rager you guys threw. I wasn't there. You weren't there. There no. was a rager, right? I don't know. You don't know. Mm. Allegedly. Is it, is it like a bon, Wait, is this? Are they still doing like those bonfires out in the desert or? Probably. Logan said he but... went to the park. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm like, why didn't, I didn't, I know about this. Well, I think, well, maybe there was a one hour little riding school at the park that he was oh, teaching. Right. <laughs> um, okay. Jake says his bike was taken near Hanksville, Utah. Thanks for the roost. Even with the pig, pivot pegs. Well, you know, we can overlook certain things. And um, Michael Pounds, uh, just check the TPS of my 500. The freaking thing was loose and I can move it by hand. Ooh. I think you nailed it. That's a win. Hey, High so, five, Logan. So, uh, this is why you call this Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Well, that, you, that There's a reason why I didn't put that one in the list for Logan to read. Oh, you wanted me to read it and just enjoy it? No, I, I didn't want you to read it at all. You, oh, you it's already want, big enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Bob. Make sure he sets it carefully. Yes, set set it carefully. Actually, you know what I can do? This is Bob's going to be horrified. This is going to horrify anybody that thinks that I know what I'm talking about. Oh, boy. I can actually (laughs) set my TPS without a voltmeter just by adjusting it, by listening to the way that the bike idles. I I believe you could do Yeah, I can do this. But you you can't. So get a damn tool that adjusts it and and, uh, do it the right way. So I think that about wraps up this show. Um, I think... That we're going to be on next week. Are we going to be on next week, Logan? I think so. You going to be here? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, not next week. Maybe the week after that. We might have some rally guys in here. So one of them rides a quad. But um, 
He's gonna win, so that means it's he's cool. We, we don't want <laughs> okay, okay. You can ride if you can win Dakar on a quad and win, you know, run Dakar and win Dakar on a quad, then you're cool. Other than that, we're not really into the quads too much. Hey Jimmy, we should do a better rider podcast where it's just you talking about your quad racing experience. <laughs> Uh, the Better Rider podcast is coming when? Uh, it should be coming soon. I soon. actually do have uh, some ideas I want to pitch to you about when that comes out. Okay. We're going to time it with something. Yes. So sign up for my schools. Go to Jimmy, Uh I'd like to thank Climb. The uh, Climb product of the week um, is not Lucasetti, who is going to, he'll probably wake up because he's probably still jet lagged from being in Turkey. So, or, uh, yeah, Turkey is where they have sea. No, Greece. Where's Sea to Sky? Turkey, Greece. I forget. It's Greece because it's, it's Greece. Mount Olympus. Right. Okay, Greece. I forget. So, because he went to Turkey before. Um, that guy gets to travel. Anyways, uh, it's getting to be windstopper glove season, kids. So, Climb has these inversion gloves that are absolutely my favorite. I always have a set in my pack, you know, when I'm riding and I know it's going to get cold or I start out with the inversion gloves on my hands and I throw in my pack and switch back to the normal one. So that is, if you're thinking about it, now's a great time to get those, uh, order up your DDC sprockets before Christmas so they can get them ordered and get them out to you. Scott goggles has some new crazy colors. They actually have two new colorways. One was like a 1990s things. It was pink and maybe too crazy, but they had like another one that was a little toned down for us older guys. Was there like a Jeremy McGrath edition? By any chance, or no, there wouldn't be a Jeremy McGrath because he was never a Scott guy. There might be, there might be an Andrew Short guy. Andrew Short's always in Scott goggles. Okay. Uh, who else? Trail Tech, get your Voyager. That way you won't get lost. And if you have buddies, make them get a Voyager, and then you can use buddy tracking, which is super awesome. That way you don't have to wait at all the corners. Uh, seat Concepts, Logan, you want to smell my seat? No. No? You want to hold it up? Just keep in mind, uh, Logan, that there is chili is served, you know, during the class. So, Yeah, so that's a seat concept seat. You need one. And, of course, thanks to Yamaha, I'm going to go ride the new YZ125 because they still make two strokes, and they're going to keep making two strokes, and I'm going to rip a two-stroke. And that's about it. So with that, I think we're going to go ahead and uh, where are we going to see everybody? Out on the trail. And what are we going to say? Cheers. Cheers.